Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, waiting, (laughs) you name it. Plus, I certainly tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like, instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start to wear them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post called Spiritual Economics, and this is from June of 2021. Continuing the theme of widening the abundance circle from the previous post, I remembered another way I'd done this when the recipients were not only strangers to me, but would remain so even after sharing abundance with them. In December, amongst the increase in mailers and holiday adverts that can take over our email boxes and our snail mail boxes, I received a letter from my homeowners association. In it, there were two envelopes and the names of two individuals identified as the garbage removers in the neighborhood. We were asked to send a small donation of appreciation, also known as a tip, (laughs) to recognize their work throughout the year. Per my usual protocol, when triaging mail, that letter and two envelopes went into a quote-unquote get-to-it-later pile, and I forgot about it until long after the holidays, when I was sorting through that pile. Oops, (laughs) I thought, as I realized I'd never sent anything. I proceeded to write two small checks to the names listed. I wrote thanks in the memo section of each, then placed them in separate envelopes and put them in the mail. Sometime in February... I noticed a deduction from my checking account. One of the individuals had cashed the gift. Even though we never met, I had a sense of connection and widening of abundance. It made my day better to know that someone received a gift from me and hopefully, even if for a moment, felt seen and appreciated in his work. Repeat same in March. The second small check was finally cashed again by someone I have never met. And again, I felt that sense of connection and hopefulness that the person on the receiving end felt appreciated. I have been told by people who know me 
that I'm generous. And by definition, perhaps that's true. I give when I want to, not because I have to. I also give with no strings attached. But there is a key component of self-service that is part of my generosity. And that is how great I feel when I share. I love that it may make someone else's day better, but also I do it for myself because the more I give, the more abundance and connection I feel. So perhaps I am generous, but it's a way of taking care of myself too. Sometimes I wonder if there was always more to give, how much could I share? So far, my generosity has only blessed me with more abundance. And if I run out of abundance, I may have to change my stance. But for now, I maintain that generosity and widening the circle of abundance is as positive and powerful an act for me and my own spiritual economics than it is for the intended other, even if we never actually cross each other's paths. And I invite you to check out the book, Spiritual Economics, by Eric Butterworth and David Miller for more on this topic. And you can find a link to that book in the post at lisamcfarland.com. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. If you have an opportunity to check out Spiritual Economics, it's really interesting stuff. And I think it really allowed my brain to open up to the fact that when we're talking about economics, we're not just talking about greenbacks. We are not just talking about our savings accounts or our 401ks or our, you know, bounce drawer fund <laughs> um, that people tease me for having. So it's more that we're talking about things like health and wealth and prosperity And when we look at our 360-degree surround view of economics in our own lives and spirituality, then we begin to see, yeah, we need money to take care of things, but we also need to have our spiritual checkbooks balanced and our spiritual accounts balanced. What are we putting in? What are we sharing? And is there a deficit? Or an overage, in which case maybe we need to share more. And if you haven't done this, I've shared several posts about generosity, especially in its anonymous form. Um, There's just something fascinating that happens when we give without any attachment. So we don't even know Necessarily, we certainly, when I give, a lot of the times I don't know the person and I'm certainly not there to see um, their expression necessarily, but just knowing that there's a kindness that's waiting for someone somehow, whether it's um, as in the post called, I think it's called the wallet that I talked about gifting a stranger a wallet in a coach outlet store one time. And um, even just recently, just actually over the weekend, I stayed at a hotel and I hope everybody listening knows that the women and men, although there are fewer and farther between, that clean hotel rooms, 
My goodness, they work so hard. And so I hope everybody listening knows that when you leave your hotel room, first of all, leave it as if you were leaving your own space because they're really not there to just clean up our messes. And the second thing is leave them some cash. They get paid very little and they work hard. And again, most of these folks are women. A lot of them are older and they're, you know, still struggling. And, you know, we just want to, we want to make sure to take care of them. So just over the weekend, I had an opportunity to choose which bill that was in my wallet I would leave. And I always challenge myself if I want to go for the smaller one, then I say, well, you know, I walk myself through a series of questions. And without fail, I always end up leaving more. And then, you know, as I'm walking out of the hotel, and I see one of the cleaning staff in another room, or maybe, you know, two on my way to the elevator, I just chuckle. And I think, oh, gosh, I hope that really makes that person feel good when they when they see it. So this is definitely fun to do. Um, and you can find other posts at lisamcfarland.com. If probably if you go into the, the search function and just enter generosity, I've shared quite a few ways, um, you know, paying for people's restaurant bills or bar bills um, anonymously, but being in the same restaurant. For example, when I see a family with a special needs child and they're trying to get through a meal, love sending money over to that table anonymously. Of course, um, even, you know, any anywhere you look. I mean, there's always ways to give um, financial. It's just, it's just the tip of the iceberg from a smile to an engaged hello to opening the door. I, I'm always, I feel like I'm always looking for something lovely when I engage with someone. And usually I don't necessarily know them, but I want them to feel seen. And that is part of my own balancing of my spiritual economics, um, making sure that I'm putting out into the world that which, which is that that I seek, which is, yes, I want to be seen. <laughs> it's taken me 52 years to say that out loud, but there it is. Um, and yeah, I think everyone, I think we all want to be recognized and seen and appreciated. So there are just so many ways that we can do this. If you have any experiences or examples of some fun, um, generous acts that you've been involved with, please share them in the comments at lisamcfarland.com. I, I love learning new ways to be generous. So I'd be really interested in that. Um, and until next time, let's do our best to stay present, to stay grateful and to stay healing. And of course we want to stay generous and we want to balance our spiritual economics as much as we want to balance our financial economics. And as always, I thank you so much for listening.